Ooh, welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I am John Hood, that is. No, you're not going to say hi or anything? Hold <laughs> when oh. you cut out for a second, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, oh, oh you cut out on my end. Yeah, uh, ladies, uh, anyways, I was saying, I am Sean Hood, that's Dave Taylor, and we oh, are the hosts of Eat Sleep Podcast, Beat FM 99 of the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. Uh, we say that because it's the only one on there, but it's been number one since 2017. Can't take that away from us, even Woo-hoo! if there, you know, is no more. But the point is, you can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com. And you can find all of our episodes right under the link there, under the media tab. ESPR, boom, brings you right there. It makes life nice and simple for you. If you want to follow along, if you want to be a part of our whole journey, we're doing this for three years. Uh, deep dives into wrestling. We preview shows. We review shows. We interview people. Um, and we generally make it seem like we know what we're talking about. We try anyway. We try. So <laughs> some of it, some of it might be fake. Just, just like so, some of it is more successful than other BS. <laughs> uh, in any event, uh, this week we are going to be discussing. Uh, we're going to review the All Out show. That is what this episode is today. Uh, and we later this week we will dive into the week of wrestling. But this episode today is the All Out review. But before we do that, we have to get into our business, which is again 1069thefox.com, f99.com, right under the media tab, ESPR is where you can link to our, our main feed. But you can find us in all your major podcasting apps. All you got to do is search ESPR Wrestling. Go ahead and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate that when you guys do it. And tell your friends. Tell your friends on Facebook. Tell them on Twitter. Tell them on uh, all those things because, hey, we're on those things. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99. And if you give us a follow on there, make sure you turn on your notifications so you can join us yeah. when we're live yeah. right like now this time at, at this present moment where we're live because you can throw in some comments and some questions and some thoughts and whatever you think about uh, particularly AEW all out. And we'll get into that tonight. So uh, make sure you do that. And uh, without further ado, by the way, you can email us ESPR at FM99.com. If for some reason you, you can't be live with us, or if you're listening to this later on the podcast form, uh, you can always email us what you thought of it all out. Let us know again, ESPR at FM99.com. So without further ado, let's get into AW All Out. You know, there there's a way I can figure out how to add audio without like losing our screens when we do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if we could prepare things early enough out where we have like, you know, uh where we'll do you know, all out review or something like that, we could pre we could have it set up so we wouldn't need our, our audio necessarily from us while it's playing. But yeah. uh we gotta think of these things ahead of time. In any event, uh pre-show match, we originally thought that it was gonna be Britt Baker and Big Swole. Uh, because that's yeah, what we were yeah, told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, a plus on them for moving it to the show, but we'll talk about that when we get to that match. We'll talk about why it was a plus, because it's not for the reasons you think. Um, <laughs> pre-show ended up being Joey Janela with Sonny Kiss and Serpe- uh, Serpentico with Luther. Um, I, it was fine. It was, it was, uh, you, you know, I'm, ha- I'm happy for Joey to get a win, because it yeah. seemed like it didn't happen too often. But, yeah. you know, for, for, it was fine for the pre-show. It fit where it was. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was they, fine. It was fine. Yeah. Which which, you know, that's 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 something that throughout the evening I would have wanted more of where I could just go, well, that's fine. I would have liked more of that throughout the evening. Well, I I'll, I'll be honest with you. I I didn't love I didn't love this show. No, I, I will uh, there's a couple of matches where I was kind of like, wow, the, like the same thing just happened in this other match that they kind of dragged out a couple of things that really surprised me. And the show. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And we will get into all of that. Trust me. 
So, yeah. Uh, uh, good tag yeah. match, I thought, was a little bit better. It was uh, Private Party versus the Dark Order, although not a good night for the Dark Order. No. Oh, my God. And you know what? Well, I can forgive this. This is fine. Private Party beating some, you know, the, the schmucks from the Dark Order. I don't care about that so much. <laughs> that, that, that's a nice way to put it. Uh, but, you know, but this is like the thing we talked about when you got the henchmen. <laughs> Do, they, do they remind you of like the the putties from Power Rangers? Because that's how they were. I expect them to run out and go blah, 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 and like attack them. And like and, and they're pretty useless. Yes, and and they're kind of with the exception of a few people that they've singled out as as important members. They've they're kind of interchangeable at this point. They're kind of faceless goons. That's and, and that, that's a little bit of a problem, I think, with the Dark Order. What they're they're trying to establish. You know, you got these factions, and you're like. Okay, well, other than you know, well, uh, Brody and then Cole, you're like, okay, well, what do you, what do you got for me? And you got you got interchangeable parts, and it doesn't matter. Private party, you know, gets gets the win here. But yeah, just yeah, uh, and it was fine. Again, it was it was it was good. It was entertaining, and it, it, like Dave said about the previous match, it was right where it belonged on the pre-show. Yeah, and it fit there fine. Yeah, if it, they're fine. Um, so we got all excited because we're going to the main card, and um, you know the word is, oh yeah, uh, Britt Baker is going to be uh, facing Big Swall on the uh, main card, but it's a tooth and nail match, whatever that is. Again, what did I tell you leading into this show? Too many of these hokey names for matches with that mean nothing. At the end of the day, that like they're just uh, why um, we call it a tooth and nail match because why I don't know. Um, and then not only is it a tooth and nail match, which whatever the hell that means. On top of that, it ends up being a cinematic style match, which not something they lean into all that heavily, all that often. Um, they've had one or they've had a few of them, I should say. They've had a few of them. I remember the Elite versus uh, the the. Oh, I can't remember the name of the group. What does Jericho call his group? The <laughs> Inner Circle. Wow, we both had a brain fart. Uh, but I remember them doing the Elite versus the Inner Circle, and they did that a little cinematic and whatnot. It, it was kind of cinematic, and it was fine. Um, but this boy, uh, every, everything about this was bad. Uh, it looked, first of all, the look, it looked cheap. Like it, it looked like if you or I took a phone or a, or GoPro or something like that and decided we were going to go film something like this, it did not look good. Um, no production value wasn't there. No, it's 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 almost like you know it's like hey Britt, uh, you, okay you can't really go 100 percent in the ring, so we're gonna do this thing in a dentist's office. Um, but you know what, we're not gonna be able to bring a crew. Uh, somebody's gonna shoot it on their iPhone. He's just gonna follow like, you with his phone. It's just <laughs> and everything and everything looked sloppy. Like the like the work wasn't even really that good in there. And I'm not trying to knock either lady and say they weren't working hard. I'm sure they were, um, but it just it did not click. It was not good. Um, and uh, you know what. I'm going to say this, and I know there will be detractors to it, but if she couldn't go, then don't have the match. Then why did we book the match? Um, and there are some people who are going to be like, oh, well, they did it for Undertaker. You know, he, he couldn't go, and then they had to do a, a different kind of match. Yeah, but you know what? He's the freaking Undertaker. He has yeah, three decades exactly. of experience to lean on to say, hey, maybe I could try something different. No, um, no. Has she fought Rebel in the past? Has Big Swole fought Rebel? Because uh, I, don't re I don't remember if they've had a legitimate match. I don't think so. Because I think Rebel has really only started becoming a big part of her act since she got injured. Yeah, but but why not that? I mean, why not set up something? Yeah, I you don't know. know. If you can't go, you, you, you do this, as you say, you, you, and I'll think of, we're, we're agreeing on everything so far, which is really scary. Um, I'm trying to remember if she has faced her in a legitimate match. You know what? She may have. 
I, but, I, but, continue with your idea. I, I get yeah, what you're saying. But, but I, I think I think they could have done that. Maybe have Brent on the outside. You know, she is not 100% can't go. You know, I know they've been keeping her on TV, which I liked. But this well, you was know just- she faced she faced her like two weeks ago on Dynamite. Okay, okay. I I do remember it now, and it was bad. It was really bad. okay. Well, there you go. Well, and, and you know, in AEW, does I will give them the credit. They do a very good job of not giving you a lot of rematches. Well, well, we'll get into that because it depends on who we're talking about. Well, it depends on who we're talking about. Um, right. I feel like I've seen the same freaking tag teams face each other a million times. In, in... And then, that, you know, it's funny. That's We talked about the Dark Order earlier, and that's kind of one of the things that I feel about the Dark Order. Is they're like, hey, we need them to face somebody else this week. Just put throw Dark Order masks on two guys, and let's just say they're facing the Dark Order so that we don't put them up against Private Party again. or something, You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, there's a little bit of that. Did you need to fix the tag team scene a little bit? Cause yeah. Why I, Why are Pentagon and Phoenix not at the forefront of your tag team division? I do not understand that to save my But if Pentagon and Phoenix aren't at the forefront of your tag team division, then they should be at the forefront of your singles division. Like, there's yeah. no reason on, on this planet that Pentagon himself... The dude doesn't speak English, and I get that, but he cuts amazing promos, even in Spanish. You understand what he's trying to say. Like, you get the vibe, and he is awesome. There is no reason he should not be in your main event scene. He can absolutely carry that. But whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. We're just going to put them in Eddie Kingston's group, and maybe something will happen there, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Uh, the next match will see 21-man Casino Battle Royale. Speaking of Eddie uh, Kingston's group... Yeah, I wonder if she's a, a future AEW World Championship match. So here are all the uh, competitors. I'm going to leave TBD up there. because <sighs> Yeah, yeah. My pick oh. in this was Pentagon because I was hopeful, but I was wrong. I should I should always know to go against my heart. Go against but your you, heart. Well, you mentioned Lance Archer. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. I, I thought Lance was Archer I, was you a, know, cause, Yeah. I thought he was uh, – I, 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 he looked like he should win this based on leading up to it. And I mean, he's one of those guys who kind of, he needs it. He's had, he's had some wins since he lost that. His, his first big match he had was against Cody uh, for the, uh, for the TNT title yeah. and at the end of that tournament and he lost it. And so he's been kind of rebuilding since then with some wins over guys here and there. And that's awesome. You know, that's, it's, that's, that's a good way to do it. Let's build him back up and get him into another you know spot. And well, here he's, he is. He's, he's in got, this. He's got Jake. So, which I'm sorry. This was a train wreck of a battle royal. It was not good. I don't like the five guys come out at once thing. I just don't. Uh, I know that people are going to say, oh, well, it's different. It's not my thing. I don't dig the five dudes coming out at once. I like I, I like that concept, but like, there's times where there was like, too much when some guys are on the outside and they're still there. Kind yeah. Of thing. It's just diving off, and I'm like, well, I, don't know, I don't know at that point who's in the match or who's not in the match. I just, yeah. I, I that part to me was a little weird. I don't, I don't, I like the concept. Um, you know, and it's always weird because the TBD is always, you know, some guy we're going to bring in. And um, yeah, and then this time that that dude ends up being Matt Sidal or Sidal. <laughs> I don't remember how he says yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, for the longest the time, I remember, born from I remember calling him Evan Born for a long time. I, I was, yeah. I was, but he, uh, I, I, I got used to calling him that for so long. I was like, wait, Sidal, 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 dang, say it right. But he, uh, he comes out and immediately, uh, Goes airborne. Immediately, well, sure, that's what he did. <laughs> it was kind, kind of airborne. He, uh, he, he, he got on the ropes. I'll give him that. He got on the ropes, and that was about it. But um, he, he had this cocky, like arrogance, because he's like, "I'm back. I, I'm here. I am." And then he, well, yeah. What's he supposed and... to do? Come out and go? Oh, gee, I don't know, guys. Oh boy. <laughs> well, that would have fit what he did. <laughs> I mean, you're right. It would have. And I mean, it's unfortunate. He made a mistake. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, 
you know that 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 sucks. Uh, for the record, uh, I I know there were reports going around that he was under the influence of something when he was out there. Uh, but I'm not getting into that right now because until something until something concrete comes out about that, I'm not addressing that. You know, I I just hope that's not the case because I know I he so. had some battles in the past which yeah. cost him his WWE career. Which is why I don't feel like speculating on it right now because it's it's not it's not something worth getting into until there's actual proof of that. This could yeah. just be somebody making and somebody started stupid speculation about it because he missed a spot right away, and they're like, "Oh, did you see that?" And they use that as their proof, and, and I and I don't know. So until then, I'm just going to treat this like it was an off an off night for Matt Sada, uh, Matt Sidal, and he just he just didn't look great. You know, it happens yeah. to people. And, and, and who knows the last time he's even tried that move? You, you know, you come out of the ring, maybe you're not warmed up. Maybe maybe you're just like, holy crap, I haven't done this in a while. And you go, you're so pumped up. You're full of adrenaline. And I, it's just, it's very easy to, to to just make a mistake. I mean, they're they're called, it sounds silly. The commentators say it all the time, but it's called high risk for a reason. They, they yeah. will mess up occasionally. It happens. Um, so that's the way it is. He, he messed up. He didn't win. Lance Archer ends up winning the whole thing. Yes. And uh, so he gets to... Uh, face john moxley uh, it, well like spoiler alert for the main event yeah i know as if, if people didn't know already um he gets to face john moxley uh at a future date for the aew world title yeah so matt Tidal not hurt somebody who did get hurt was yes. matt hardy in the broken rules match which what's a broken rules match sean nobody freaking knows nobody knows. it's basically a street fighter or whatever at this point i don't freaking know man so a, a very scary spot. I guess on a uh, what do you, like a lift. I, I guess is what, what you're gonna call it. Where yeah. a very dangerous spots um, in that area you know, onto uh, you know some cardboard, but uh, you know, but uh, Sammy overshoots a little bit, and Matt's head hits mm-hmm. the back of the concrete, and um, and I thought that was it. I, I thought, okay, you know what? They're gonna pull him off, and they're gonna do it. And then somebody um, they checked Matt. I, I read the story. Matt said. He can go, but he didn't push for it. Yeah. And the doctor said, okay, well, you don't have any signs of a concussion, so we're going to let this match happen. And then it was like now, the train wreck 2.0. I, mm, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with the doctor that he didn't have any signs of concussion um, because anybody watching that broadcast immediately thought Matt Hardy had a concussion. Yeah. Um, on – Airing on the side of caution, which in today in 2020, what with what we know about brain injuries and whatnot, you have to err on the side of caution. They 100% should have stopped that match. They even said uh, at one point when they stopped the match because he falls from from I don't remember what they they fell off of. It was like a lift of some sort or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it was a lift. Yeah, and, he and falls off it, and you can see his head bounce off the concrete, and he is so out of it. And they were quick to get involved after that and say, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 and get them away from each other, which was the right call. That Now, I understand people are like, oh, well, they had the thing about Hardy's going to leave AEW if he didn't win, blah, 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 blah. You can explain that away with a no, with a no contest. Yeah, yeah say, make it a no contest. No contest. It doesn't apply. We'll have a rematch on Dynamite. Uh, you know, or whenever Matt's cleared to, to perform, and then yeah. we'll get we'll we'll get the payoff there. But no. Instead, we have this really awkward herky-jerky thing where they pull them apart, they send them to different directions, the announcers go out of their way to say that it's over. Like, you don't want to see it happen that way, which I think JR even said, but you know what, when it comes to their health, like, you have to be responsible. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then what do they do? They let them go back out there. And this, yeah, to and- me, this goes to, 
and this is again this is speculation on my point i'm not backstage there or anything like that we've heard so often about the free reign these guys have to make their own decisions and if that's if that's the case here if matt was able to go no i'm fine i'm fine let me go finish then shame on them and somebody needs to be there to say no because this is where egos will get guys hurt because the sheer fact that you let him go out there and not just get to a finish like he's going to pin him or something like that no 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 we're going to climb scaffolding with a possibly concussed wrestler which the what the hell were you thinking? And yeah, then, you the yeah, which, and we're going to, we're going to go to that finish, which came out of nowhere because they just had to go right to it at that point. It just, it, I didn't like it. It left a bad taste in my mouth and it really, it really kind of disappointed me with AEW because I did not think Matt Hardy should have been allowed back out there. And then, Oh, by the way, after the match, we're going to send him to the hospital just to be sure, just to be sure. Oh, well, yeah. if you needed to send him to the hospital, just to be sure. Then you shouldn't have let him go back out there. Exactly. Reba was mad. Reba was extremely upset that they let she, Matt. She, you mean uh, Reby? Reb, Reby? Reby, yes. Reby, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah Matt's uh, wife. Um, yeah, and she should have been. She should have yeah. been furious. Yeah, and, and, you know, and the fact that, oh, he's out of the hospital. He doesn't have any concussions. Oh, he's going to be back on Dynamite tomorrow. Uh, he better not be wrestling tomorrow, uh, tomorrow on Dynamite. Yeah. Well, there, there, here's no my thing. I don't care. Even if he got out of the hospital and they said, nope, no concussion, he's okay. Great. Then he's cleared. He's he's fine. He's all right. But you could not have known that that night. You needed yeah. to get him checked out after that scary fall. And that is that's that is truly disappointing for me. This goes back to when, you know, it, it we've said in, re- in recent weeks, we've had these conversations about like, I feel like there needs to be somebody to say no to these guys. Yeah. And this is another one of those situations where I feel like somebody needed to say no to them. I think in the uh, the current Angle match years ago, I think it was with The Rock and Triple H, mm-hmm. where uh, where Angle got um, it was going to go through pedigree through the table, but then like right. just the table fell apart and he got concussed. Yeah, he shouldn't have to come back. I, I know they made it a big no. thing, but 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 same situation here. Yeah, you know, well, call the match, I, whatever. Else. I would at least argue that then we weren't nearly as proactive and knowledgeable about with the no, long-term we, effects we, of we concussions and brain injuries as we are now. Now you have an obligation to watch out for these superstars when they will in all likelihood not watch out for themselves. They need to be protected from themselves sometimes. Well, and given the history of Matt Hardy um, yes. you know, and, and crazy stuff, yeah, somebody should have said, you know what, we're not going to do this. And, and I don't know, somebody backstage should have just said, you know, but but maybe they don't have that. Like you said, there's nobody back there. But then what kills me, where's Tony Khan? Doesn't he run this freaking company? He's the, he's the guy who pays everybody's paychecks, right? So can't he go, no, it's off. Stop. You know what I mean? And the doctor, yeah. I, I'm sorry. Everybody got on doctor. I can't remember his name from WWE about giving Z-Packs to CM Punk. Uh, this doctor, I, I, this doctor should be ashamed of himself for, for allowing him to go back out there. Yeah. If, if yeah, that, he that felt that Matt Hardy needed to be, quote-unquote, rushed to a hospital afterwards to get checked out, then he should be ashamed of himself for letting him finish. Yeah, it's uh, Chris Amon, by the way, in WWE. From WWE, uh, yeah. yeah, like, yeah Everybody was just, all over that dude for giving Z-Packs yeah. to CM Punk. Yeah. Yeah, not kidding. No, and it was yeah, funny. I, I even saw somebody talking about this match afterwards, and they said, this didn't really help any storyline at all. They said the only storyline this created was that their ringside je- physician is the biggest heel in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, fair enough. I may, maybe that's the route we're going to go. He's an evil doctor. I don't know, but maybe they felt their hands were tied with with, with the stipulation. But that's dumb. It's an easy out. No contest. We well, it next week. Absolutely. But you know, I like we mm, annoying. Annoying okay. is what it is. One match, which I by the way, I apologize because I, I accidentally skipped over this last week in our preview show because we're running out of time. 
was the AEW uh, Women's uh, World Championship match. Did we skip over this? I thought, no. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap, how did we? Because I thought this was going to be the best match of the night, and lo and behold, it was. It, it was good. I, I wasn't crazy about the ending of this match. And it, towards the end, it got a little wonky. It, 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 it did because it just it was like one sided and there was no no drama. It was just like yeah. okay, I'm gonna do with my move. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I know I do love the the move where she's on the back. That is a great move. I don't know what it's called, uh, but um, uh, it's, it's, I know it just felt like okay, she's got a two count here and one more move and then a three count. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just like that's it. Like there's no there's no big finish of any kind. It's a definitive. That's a definitive win. For yeah, Kira. without a doubt, without a doubt. Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of of the out of nowhere finishes because they create the they create the the idea that this that things can happen at any time. Don't be trained to wait for a finisher, which I enjoy because I hate I hate when wrestling and that's what turned into that was one of the problems with Randy Orton matches for so long. It was like, well, just wait for an RKO. We're just, yeah. just going to sit here and wait. You know what I mean? Um, for an RKO because he's going to do a side headlock for you know most of the match and then he'll hit an RKO and it's over. But well, that, that was one of the things I loved about the Drew McIntyre-Randy Orton match was that out of nowhere, nobody hit a finisher yet, and he won yeah. with a backslide. I loved that because it created the, this can end at any time, so you need to take the near fall seriously. So I enjoy things like this. Even when it seems like it's kind of abrupt, I like it because it's like, oh, okay, it can end whenever well, take I, the near yeah, fall seriously. Yeah. Well, well, well I, I like abrupt endings too, but I, I didn't feel like this was abrupt. It's just like, oh, yeah, she had a move, two count. It's one more. It just wasn't like drama. It's just like, okay, she doesn't keep, you know, kicking her or giving her, you know, knee or whatever. And then just, you know, then the match is over. And by the way, I know, I know there's a crowd there. Were they not liked? Because like, Dude, I, didn't hear I understand that it's only like 10% capacity or 20% capacity or whatever it is. And they're sitting a ways back. So like, I understand that. I completely do. But they have got to find a better way to mic this crowd because you're in an open air arena. So you're already yeah. losing noise. You've got to find a better way to mic this crowd because they are, I, I, throughout the whole night, I kept thinking to myself, "Wow, this makes like the crowd sweetening from Thunderdome and whatnot like sound great." Yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I'm all for the sweetening with everything going on, and maybe in AEW. And this is not a knock, but sometimes you know, there's never a clear, 100% clear face, 100% clear heel. And oh so yeah. Match yeah. where it's like, okay, well, we'll just cheer for uh, the Young Bucks because we like them, but uh, right, even they're supposed to be heels this week. I don't know. But either way, Hikaru Shida and uh, Thunder Rosa. Amazing match. Uh, I thought Rosa actually came out of this looking fantastic. Uh, yes. I, she, To me, for the year 2020, she's going to be the woman that everybody is trying to steal away from the NWA. The, the, I think AEW has... If if they didn't immediately last night start throwing dollar <laughs> signs at her, you know, to throw, throwing dollars at her to try and get her to leave NWA and come to them, they're crazy. And if WWE didn't watch that and go, oh, we need her, you know, then they're crazy too. I, I am curious to what her deal is. If she's going to be, you know, if this is a, was was a one time deal with AEW, I, I think it was just cross promotional with NWA for you know for what it was. Yeah, um, it doesn't, doesn't move really W in the end. Well, they need one a wrestler, so th- this is what they have to do in AEW. Yeah, agree. Uh, yeah. So uh, eight man tag match: the uh, Dark Order versus uh, Macrodona, Scorpio Sky. This could have been on. This could have been on any average Dynamite episode. Didn't need to be on the pay per view, and it it. It furthered the story with Cult Cabana to a degree, um, but it did yeah. absolutely no favors for anybody in this match. Um, it, it was kind of ho hum as far as the action. It was fine. It was, you know, whatever. But Brody Lee just came off this dominant win over Cody, 
looking yeah. like a monster, and then they lose this eight-man tag match. Why? Why? You could have told an effective story in here with Brody getting angry at Colt about something else. You didn't have to make him lose the match. It just you you finally made the Dark Order seem somewhat threatening, and then they got beat by four guys. Well, just like the opener, like you know, those guys are interchangeable. And other than Colt, it's just like okay. You had Colt, you had Brody Lee. I think yeah. wasn't it? Um, it was it was Colt. It was Brody Lee. It was Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Literally, the four biggest members of the the Dark Order. So like, there's no reason that they lost this match. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. No, no, it doesn't. Had had it been had Brody Lee not been involved in the match, I wouldn't have been as annoyed. And Brody Lee didn't take the pin, so that's you know that's better. But it just didn't make sense. The Dark Order should not have lost this. No, no, completely disagree with that. Uh, next match, which uh, to me was uh, something that uh, we I know I looked forward to, was to see the uh, Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks. Yeah, same. Uh, I was looking forward to this too. It, it ended up being a fun match. We're seeing a little bit more. I, I, the one thing I got to say, though, is I'm not. Uh, I spend it out. There's edge on them. You know what I mean? On the Young Bucks now. Yeah. But they're not. I don't know. I don't really understand it so much. It, well, it, they, it doesn't they, seem. But they kind of been that way. I mean, even going back to the tag team tournament, you know, they're coming out. Which, by the way, by the way, we're jumping around here a little bit. The Young Bucks versus uh, the Jurassic Express was like the second card of the match or second match on the card. Really? Did I? No, yeah. I, I got, that, I got that. Uh... No, I'm looking. I'm looking at the live review. Uh, oh, you right know what? Now. You're right. You're right. Wow. Okay. You know what? I put that. Yeah. In. Okay. I'm looking at the the review listing for the live. The the yeah. The yeah you're right. Yeah. I, I, I put yeah. that in the wrong spot. That's all right. No worries. I'm just. I just want people to know we're jumping around. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. Uh, it was. It wasn't here. I didn't want them to think it was scheduled yeah. in a weird place because that would have been a weird spot for that. But, but um, there's a thing where, like, okay, are young bucks supposed to be heels because they act like they're supposed to be That's cheer. what I'm saying about. They have this edge now, but I don't really get it. Like, I don't know if they're heels. I don't know if they're just frustrated. I don't know what's going on with them. And like, we can't seem to tell a coherent story with the elite. For a while, it seemed like Kenny Omega was get was getting edgy and maybe going to become a heel because he was attacking guys after the bell. And Adam Page and the Bucks had a problem with that. Then it's oh, we're back to Adam Page disappointing everybody in the elite again. And then it's like now the young bucks seem to be angry with everybody. What are they all just going to turn heel and become best friends again now that they're all heel? Like I, I don't <laughs> understand what's happening. But that not being that that notwithstanding, uh, I did enjoy this match. It was fun to watch. Yeah. Um, because they're all entertaining guys. They're they're all entertaining dudes who who can put on a good match. Now, did they earn a um, a, a tag team title match? With their win, is was that the deal in this match? I didn't see. Uh, I don't know if that was official. Okay. <laughs> All right, but speaking of tag team title matches, uh, all right, uh, Kenny Omega, Adam Page versus FTR. Um, okay, see, the, the ending of this one bothered me just like the women's match where, you know, with the two spike pile drivers, and it just felt like, what's, what's Adam Page doing? I mean, I, I, it just seemed sloppy at the end of the year. I don't know what, but I, I don't right. like it. Well, I think that was, I don't know. I, it, well, Page got hit by... Omega, right? Didn't he hit Omega? Didn't Omega hit? Yeah, the yeah, they, yeah. They had the collision. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I mean, I guess he's supposed to be laid out by that or something like that, you know? Because he hit him with what the V trigger, right? His knee move, yeah, jumping yeah. knee. So, I mean, that's supposed to be, you know, super damaging. He's but he's he's going to be laid out by that, especially that late into a match that was thirty minutes long. Um, I'm going to be with Dave on this one. By the way, this match was too long. This match was about ten minutes too long. 
Um, it should have been easily 10 minutes shorter. And, yeah. and but but here's the thing. I don't know that I would have felt that way had there been crowd noise. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, on top of which, who the hell am I rooting for? Don't know. Because uh, are they a heel this week? Are they a face this week? Or I don't, what is they, it with uh, FTR seems very, seems very clearly to be heel at this point. Yeah, yeah. But like saying. Omega and Paige, I don't know why I'm supposed to cheer for them. They've given me no reason to really want to cheer for them at this point. They're, they're, there's there's it's, no sympathy for them. Zero sympathy for them. Here's supposed to be a babyface team. Like, okay, Jurassic Express? Yeah. Sympathy. Because you have oh, the underdog and Jungle Boy. Yeah. You know, and, and Luchasaurus. How can you not like Luchasaurus? Jeez. I love Luchasaurus. Somebody <laughs> said that he needs to lose the mask and get a real gimmick because it's holding him back. And I'm like, kiss my ass. It's fantastic. Oh. I love Luchasaurus. Will he ever climb to the height of WWE with that? Probably not. But I don't care. I, he could be in AEW, and I'm fine with that. He's a treat. He's a treasure. Exactly. Enjoy. I agree. I agree. Don't you dare besmirch the good name of Luchasaurus. It's a proud family name. Uh, but um, but this match, okay, here's the other thing. I love FTR style because it's it is brain buster style. It is totally yeah. in our totally from the corner. Makes perfect sense. Um, there's a lot of headlocks and rust holds in this match. You have the old Don will stretch trick and there was and a lot of old school wrestling in this match. Or a 30-minute match was way too much of that. And and but here's the thing: it was a lot of old school wrestling with FTR dominating most of it, right? And that only works with A, the crowd noise. And B, sympathy on the team that they're beating, the the, the team they're wearing on, because you want to root for that team to come back from all this abuse and whatnot. But if I don't have a reason to care, I don't really get there. I'm kind of like just, okay, pick things up. Let's, let's, let's pick up the pace a little bit. And that's unfair to FTR because, you know, that's the, they're working the style that they work. And just because there's no sympathy built up for the other team, it's not working. You know what I mean? And granted people can say, well, then they need to wrestle a different kind of match. All right, maybe, but they had a crowd there probably thought maybe they'd get some kind of noise from them, but that didn't translate on TV at all. Um, Maybe they heard something we didn't, I don't know, but it was, maybe, maybe it sounded better in there. I know, but the commentary, you know, with with JR and Tony and and everybody, it's like, like, it's just, something was just missing. I mean, you know, just something, I, I don't know what, but, it you sounded know. it sounded quieter than when there was no fans there when it was just the wrestler at ringside. And that was the thing too with the wrestlers at the side there, and I'm like, I I, I can't hear them. Now maybe another granted it's a long match, like you said. There's a lot of you know abdominal stretchers, a lot of headlocks going on, and you're mm-hmm. just kind of like, okay, well the, nothing's going on until the end, and you're just like, well I hope the gosh darn thing ends, and I, I don't. I, I, so I stop caring. Okay, Spike Powell driver, it's going to be over. Can it yeah. out? I oh, think man. something, but the, it's like I think even this kind of match, being this long and drawn out and whatnot, would have gone over much better had it been against a team that I had some sympathy for, uh, of Jurassic Express, a yeah. uh, a private party, uh, you know, teams like that that I would actually, or or even Joey Janela and Sunny and Sunny Kiss, who haven't been together that long as a team, but I still already am more fond of them than I am Paige and Omega. Yeah. So it ends up being to the situation where I just don't feel like that worked, and I feel like there's this general sentiment of. Well, it doesn't matter who's the heel and who's the face. The work rate will win people over. Well, this clearly proved to you that's not the case. They had they the FTR went out there and had a really good match. They they did. They worked a really good style. It went on a little longer than I would have liked, but that's what it is. But they went out there and, and put on a good performance, but without the drama of the heel versus the face, the the invested storyline in this, I it just didn't click. And it kept it keeps it from being a, a a really good great match. Yeah, and see, like and this kind of ending was the same problem I had with the women's title match. 
where it just felt like, you know, they hit their move, okay, kicks out, and there's like, and then just do it again. There, there was no, you know, I didn't need like a roll-up kind of win or whatever else. Right. I, mean, I know it's not always your style. Yeah, for me, for me, I guess it's kind of like, why bother with twice? Yeah. Like, what what did doing it twice accomplish that once couldn't do? Like, yeah, you, like I mean, you show us the fighting spirit of Kenny Omega? Like, we've seen that a million times. Anybody who's familiar with Kenny Omega knows that. Yeah, and you're making the spike pile driver a, a worthless move by kicking out. After yeah. For 30 minutes. But yeah. If that's an end all be all of a move, unless you're awful. A pile driver itself is supposed to be an end all move. Yeah. A spike pile driver should. Mm-mm, the end and this is yeah. one of the issues i have with with the, the kicking out of the finishers and whatnot again I, I when it serves a purpose i guess you know it's fine but i just don't get what purpose it served here like how it helped anything yeah you know unless they made a bet and they were like i bet we can get this thing to 30 minutes <laughs> so like <laughs> well, all right i'll right. kick out of this one and then we'll hit it one more time and boom we're there yeah there you um go. you know i don't but i don't know i mean again the, everybody tried hard it just there was no yeah. drama there and the lack of crowd noise really hurt it I, you know, let me ask you this: you know, with FTR and everything they did in WWE, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, people judging him a certain way, okay, not having a—I mean, it was a good match, but you know, not a you know four or five star classic. I, I don't know what Dave Meltzer rated it, but <laughs> well, it wasn't say, in the Tokyo Dome, so I'm sure it was. You know, it was an. But it's something to say, hey, you know, these guys, okay, yeah, they're good, but maybe they're not as great as we. Oh, think they're going to start getting that reputation soon because they have yet to have a great match since leaving WWE. And granted, they never really got much of a chance to have those on the main roster anyway in WWE, but they're kind of living off the reputation of undisputed era and DIY matches they had in NXT. Yeah. Which, you know, you look at the guys they were up against, and I mean, you know, at a certain point, that you're kind of like, yeah. okay, well, I mean, that was almost a guaranteed hit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Their best WWE match was the night they won the titles from. Um, uh, from Bobby Roode and uh, and yeah, uh, uh, Gable, Gable, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, he was, was stupid, Shorty But which they got to make that a longer match, right? You know, and that added the drama because you had a crowd and everything else. And by the time that match ended, people were excited, right? Um, now, some people, I, I, I have seen some speculation out there that uh, we, we we talked about two finishes that were kind of you know we were like meh on. Um, one of them uh, was the women's match you were talking about. And you just seemed like, hmm, about it. Supposedly, and this is, again, reports going around, it's not guaranteed, uh, with things that happened in the Sammy and Matt match, they didn't get to have a big chunk of that match still. Yeah. So the women had to fill time all of a sudden they weren't expecting to fill. And so Uh, the ending did seem a little out of place because it probably kind of was. But in any event, just just throwing that out there real quick, maybe there was a reason why that seemed a little little out of sorts. Um, But I think the women filled the time very well. All right. Again, um, let's move on from this tag match. It's just making me angry at this point. Well, well, this is going to make you angrier. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh the Mayhem match, Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. This, if I if I never see another Mimosa Mayhem match in my life, that's okay. Um, if I ever see one again, it better not be anything more than the main event of a Dynamite. Yeah. Because that's where it belonged. Was on Dynamite. This match did not des- did not deserve to be on on a pay per view, especially not the the co main event of the evening is what we'll call it. Um, it it's it's I, I I I've seen this before. It's a slot match, you know what I mean? It's it's we're gonna somebody's gonna get thrown into something. The end. Which I, I don't know if you noticed the but know this, but I can't. I probably can't point to one great match like that. If I'm thinking in my head, I'm like I don't think I can point to one great match where the objective is to throw your opponent opponent into this 
gunk, whatever it is. I I, I, I try to think even like the Triple H uh, versus Henry Godwin, maybe in ninety. No, 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 no. That's not a great match. The majority of the rest of them we all remember were like women's matches from the Attitude yeah. Era and and just and the Ruthless Aggression Era where they made them wrestle in pudding or they throw them into mud or you know yeah, whatever, blah, blah. Exactly. or gra- gravy was Stacy Keebler and somebody else did gravy or something. And, and it was just exit too. It's yeah, so it's just it's pointless at a certain point. Um, I, I just I don't understand this stipulation. I, I don't I don't see a need for it. This see to me. This would have been something that should have happened earlier on in the feud to lead to a, a grudge match at the end here. Like Cassidy yeah, could have beat him in the yeah. Cassidy could have beat him in this mimosa match previously to lead to Jericho demanding to get his revenge in, in a in a more like a more uh, a visceral fight after that. I think they did this backwards because we had the visceral fight and led to a mimosa match. Yeah, which, which is kind of odd because me. I mean, usually, like you know, the steel cage or the hell in the cell is like your yeah. blow off match, uh, a, a gimmick match like this. Yeah, kind of still like would have made sense of like you know, like I, I don't know, like you said, have this earlier. Okay, two things, three things in this match. One, if the, the placement of the uh, the mimosa tanks, if you will, you know, okay, I, like that looked interesting. Uh, sure. But Jericho having him up in the power bomb at one spot and kept you know trying to put him in, he's punching him. But then instead of like throwing him into the freaking mimosa, he puts him through a table. And I'm thinking yeah. like, but you know, okay, you're right there. Uh, you're right there. Slipping. You could have put him in the mimosa. Yeah, and then him slipping and then almost falling in the mimosa um, before the match ended. Um, and I thought that the way the match ended was just kind of weird with it coming all, off the rope. I, I think I would yeah, just kind of pushed him off the rope or something like that. Like yeah. it wasn't even wasn't even really that decisive. It was kind of like a. It was kind of like um, Sheamus beating John Cena by pushing him off the ropes and he falls through a table. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just it's 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 almost seems inadvertent at that point. Um, yeah. And again, I just this is but this is kind of my point. This like this is this was Jericho Cassidy three. This was supposed to be the, the the final match in the trilogy between them, and that was it. Like as a standalone match, it was it was fine. I guess it was it was okay. Um, uh, but, but, but you're waiting for something to happen in this match. Like all these other matches where you know, okay, you can win by pinfall. Um, you know, but it's like a submissions match where. I think they've gotten better because at first it was like, okay, we're just going to try all these holds and we're going to drag and drag mm-hmm. it out with wrestling holds where, you know, there's no drama. You're just waiting for this to end right here. You know, I mean, there were pinfall attempts, but you knew, but nobody expected a pinfall. No, there was yeah. no chance a pinfall race submission was winning this match. No, no. The second they, they said you can win by throwing them in the mimosa tank. You were like, he's going to throw them in the mimosa. Like that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So. So. Yeah. Orange went. Uh, what's next, for Orange Cassidy? I. Who the hell knows? All right. I, I guess Jericho is taking his uh, show on the road. I, I guess he's doing. Tour. I don't know when the tour starts, which I'm not crazy about. Which, but, by the way, shame on him. But the. Um, yeah. I, I, I. 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 Because he because he's not going after Moxley. Spoiler again. Uh, because as we know, it, it's uh, Lance Archer is. But, um, I mean, he could be. He could be like in line for. I don't know. Maybe TNT title after they when they move on from. I mean, I, we we found out that Dustin Rhodes is going to challenge Brody Lee for the title, um, yeah. which I fully expect Brody Lee to destroy Dustin. Um, yeah. Maybe maybe Dustin will put up a little bit more of a fight than Cody, but not much. Um, I mean, this will all lead to Cody eventually coming back and and feuding with Brody. 
Which, by the way, uh, in the Orange Cassidy match, one more thing. It's really weird to hear them talking about going to the shop and buying merchandise because I thought they weren't a T-shirt company. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, everybody sells merch, Dave. I, I know. The, um, the, so you but buy. you know what? One thing I really got tired of hearing, though, was that, and this was this was me. I got tired of hearing Jericho say over and over and over about how he, the whole point of this was for him to make Orange Cassidy into a main eventer. What? Yeah, behind the scenes, that was the point of the match. You are correct. That was the point yeah. was for you to elevate Orange Cassidy. Why are we making that the point on television? It's the. I thought it was because you guys hated each other. I thought that's yeah. why you were fighting. Yeah, um, I think Jericho hasn't won a match like in six months now. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Well, didn't no, no, no. He didn't. He didn't he beat Joey Janela just the other night. No pay per view. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I was gonna say I think he just won against Joey Janela on yeah. Wednesday or something. But anyway, uh, you know, it, again, the match was fine, but it just why, why, why mimosas? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, one match left in the card, by the way. Yes, the um, <clears throat> the main event of the evening for the AEW World Championship: John Moxley defending against MJF with Wardlow. Moxley's banned from using his paradigm shift finishing move, unless, of course, it goes exactly like Dave called it, and the referee <laughs> doesn't see him use it, and he wins. Could, could that ending be any more? I mean, uh, not awkward. I, I, I didn't like that. It's almost like they planned it to the camera crowd. You know, hey, they threw something in the ring. Let's get a big close up of the, mm-hmm. uh, the the diamond ring or whatever. And it just, I don't know. It just. Uh, At least in their defense, they've 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 made a habit of that when Wardlow gets the ring to to MJF. So I mean, they've made a fo- they've made a habit of focusing on that. So that's at least something we've seen before. Yeah, but yeah, but we have, but we're trained by that. Like uh, you know, what's like being thrown in the ring. It's not like when brass knuckles get thrown in the ring. Let me get a big, you know, close. Oh yeah, no, I know, but it's I mean, it's essentially it's supposed to be a spot. It's it's oh here comes that ring, you know, and it's it's, so you got to see the setup and everything. We know it's happening, but the ref doesn't. Yeah, and it's you know that's why it's infuriating. Um, it's like when, you know, uh, William Regal, we used to di- directly watch him reach into his trunks and slide on brass knuckles to turn around and punch the guy with it. And then yeah. we'd watch him literally like just tuck him right back in his crotch and then go for the pin. Um, by the way, the power of the punch is like my favorite heel finishing move ever. That was so good. <laughs> um, hey, uh, by, by, by the way, uh, MJF, um, the crimson mask, um, I mean, a lot of blood, a lot of blood. I did not like him spitting in the face of. Moxley. No, no, yeah. I wasn't so much on that. But I guess if they're if they're getting tested regularly, then it's whatever on that. But <laughs> but even in the blood days too, and everything else, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I, they both worked really well in this main event. MJF MJF came off as a more credible threat to Moxie's championship than I ever would have thought he would be ahead of time. Um, yeah, I, I thought going into this match, I was, re- huh? I think he's about 24, right? How, how old he is? But, yeah. Uh, MJF. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I something mean, like the, that. He, he, he's definitely, you know, he's ahead of the curve in regards to, uh, you know, he's like the, the Randy Orton or, uh, you know, yeah, he's uh, 24 at that age where, yeah. um, you know, he's got, he's got youth on his side and, and he's getting all this experience by working with guys like Moxley and stuff. Right. Um, the one thing was that, you know, we, we spent this time establishing Moxley with a bad arm and whatnot. So, oh, he's not going to be able to lock in the paradigm shift. Hey, guess what he did? Yeah. And how much height did he get on that sucker? He got a lot I, of height Did you say sucker or what did you say? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. I had to clarify because you kind of cut out for a second. So I need to clarify for the podcast audience. That he a, lot said of, a lot of height in that sucker when he hit. Yeah, there you go. The, uh, but yeah, it was, I mean, they both worked, they both worked really hard. Uh, it was a good match. Um, 
the crowd. Wish the crowd was there for that. I wish the crowd was there for that. Um, but I don't know. I I just I. Yeah, it wasn't like I mean I know I know we're poo pooing a fin- lot. The finish was we liked. Yeah, but the finish was just kind of ho hum for me as far as like ah well okay there's the predictable finish is like right. and so now so now it makes it seem like okay well they're not gonna now I mean so now you'd think that you'd think to yourself well MJF has has to get another shot right because I mean he's very clearly gonna point out that Moxley cheated like he yeah, used the move, move. Yeah. he wasn't yeah. allowed to move use you know need to go to President Jack Tunney and get the, uh, the, the decision reversed or get another rematch. Or what would be kind of funny, actually, is <laughs> if MJF, like, came out and started making that case, right? And, like, he's making the case, like, to somebody in management, right? Like, he's yelling in their face. He's like, you just you strip him of that belt and give it to me. I won that match, blah, 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 blah. Um, and Lance Archer comes out with Jake the Snake Roberts, and they would just remind him gently that Lance Archer won the Battle Royal, and he has the next shot at that championship. So if MJF wants to be champion, then he's going to face Lance Archer. And then MJF can think about it long and hard and then go, I'll take the winner. You know, I'll I'll just, I'll go after whoever, you know, wins that one. Um, Like that would put over Archer as a threat and then just move. You could move MJF off to the side for the moment and then he can re-enter the picture. Because I mean, we all know MJF isn't the tough guy. He's, he's going to be the Weasley heel. He's got a vicious streak. But he's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not toe to toe vicious with Lance Archer. No, That's not happening. No, so not not, not right now. Not right. But now. any but in any event, it's definitely uh, wrong. The matches of the night were probably Hikaru uh, uh, and Thunder Rosa and Moxley and MJF. Um, as far as I mean, just they they both matches were really well worked. And yes, it did seem like we poo pooed a lot in this on this show. But to be perfectly honest. If you go back and listen, this was probably the first AEW pay-per-view that we've really poo-pooed. We've really enjoyed most of the stuff they've done. And it, this was just kind of their first all-around disappointing show for me. Yeah, yeah, an all-out disappointment. Ah, <laughs> well, with that, I think we need to get out of here before the boos get too loud. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it, it was from AEW Hardcores, and, and I might share this in an AEW Facebook page. I may regret that later. You probably watching. will. You probably will. <laughs> Share um, it on some WWE fan pages. They'll they'll because <laughs> there's that one group I'm a part of, and I'm like, you know, and a lot of people were, you know, we're for it, but you know, it's like, how did you not poo-poo the, the dentist about the uh the tooth and Yeah, the I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I do enjoy the young bucks in Jurassic Express. Well, we'll get some heat because people don't like our opinion about this. They're mad that we didn't like this. But this is the thing, this is what we tell you guys all the time. We watch a lot of stuff. And we try to be as objective about it as possible. We don't try to have a favorite. We don't try to have, you know, we don't we don't go into watching an AEW show as a WWE fan. You know what I mean? We don't go into watching a WWE fan show as an AEW fan because we don't want to go in automatically disliking everything they're going to do. We want to be able yeah. to absorb what we see and decide if we liked it on our own. And it's just, this show just didn't get there for me. Like, honestly, if I'm grading this show out of 10, oof, I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's not the worst show of the year. I mean, WWE no, it's not the worst show of the year, but it's not good. It was not overly good. Uh, yeah, six is probably about right. Six out of ten. I, you know, you know, and, and some of that too is on the decisions, like letting Matt Hardy continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one hundred percent. That took away a point from you already. Had this been an amazing ten show and you made that dumb decision, I would have given you a nine because you made that dumb decision. Yeah. So, yeah. is yeah. what it is. 
So yeah. in any event, that's uh, our show for today. Later this week, we'll be back talking about all things in wrestling news uh, and what's happened during the week. So please, if you have any questions or anything, get them on over to us, ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, remember to follow us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99 and on Twitter at ESPR99. And turn on your notifications so you'll know when we go live on Friday night. That's when that'll happen. And uh, we can uh, cover all sorts of stuff, then interact with you guys. And remember, on your podcasting apps, just search ESPR Wrestling. Go ahead and give us uh, uh, well, subscribe, then give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it when you guys do that. And uh, until Friday, which is only three days. <laughs> hey, by the way, I, hopefully SmackDown is as good as it was last Friday. Um, hopefully it was good last Friday. Because Raw, Raw was, uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh, Raw was a thing that happened. All right, yeah. so. We, 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 we. There's things that on the WWE side we're going to trash. and Oh, oh, are there? Oh, are there? Oh, so boy. make sure you turn in a Friday for that because, oh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So until uh, next week, remember to Not eat. <laughs> oh, geez. This week. Until Friday, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. I need a drink. Yeah. Oh, after all that. Yeah. Re- yeah. We'll be repeating in three days. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>